Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. So happy to have you here on uh, with me on the show today. Remember, join us on YouTube. You can leave your comments below. Not only that, when you watch us on YouTube, there's a ticker that runs across the bottom where you can see... Our website, chrisannhall.com, you can see our learning website, uh, libertyfirstuniversity.com. And, I, you know, I think that's probably a little bit of a misnomer. We actually are a learning website at chrisannhall.com, too, because that's where you get the, the, the daily journal and the articles and all the cool stuff that we have there for you. But Liberty First University is our online training program. For those of you who are serious in your Constitution, American history, liberty, principle education, and those of you who are serious about your children growing up liberty-minded. I did a show, uh, you know, I'm on the Oath Keepers channel, and on every Saturday I have a show on the Oath Keepers channel, channel called Constitutional America. You will be able to get those shows uh, on Liberty First University here shortly as well, but right now they're only available on the Oath Keepers channel and they will be available at Liberty First University. But the show for this Saturday has to do with my favorite founding father, and you guys know who that is, right? James Otis Jr. And it's interesting because now that I think about it in the statement that I just made about parents who are serious about raising their children to be liberty-minded, you know, our entire liberty movement began with one man because his family raised him to be liberty-minded. Not just simply to know the law, not just simply to know their constitution, but to understand how all of those things are designed to protect the liberties of the people. And so remember, Oath Keeper Channel, 7 p.m. on Saturday. You can get it on Roku. Um, Fire Stick, you can get it on Apple TV and Samsung TV, and then very soon you will get it on libertyfirstuniversity.com as well. So I want to start off this week's show. Hey, everybody, JC's online with us. He's back there doing what he does. Say hey. hello, JC. Hey, I don't know if I'm, if I'm on or yeah, live. Yeah, I can see you. You're up there. Okay. <laughs> so JC is running the helm now, driving our submarine. And um, if you remember the last show, he I'm was just there. Clicking buttons. He just clicking a button. You couldn't hear him, but now he's all mic'd up, and so we're we're ready to be the the dynamic duo that we are. Uh, but JC gets to do it from behind the scenes now and sticks me out in front of the camera, right? 
Amen. I may as I may as well have no idea what I'm doing behind the camera rather than have no idea what I'm doing in front of the camera. <laughs> well, um, I wanted to start off today's show with the top four myths on impeachment. Okay, because this is just completely consuming every media second. It's completely consuming the minds and the speech of those who are in the political realm. And so, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just looked over at my phone because I was watching what was going on and I saw this picture bouncing across. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the top, are you ready? Yeah, I need a drum roll or something. <laughs> the top four myths of impeachment. Now, let's start off by just simply talking about impeachment in the Constitution. There are four uh, sections of the Constitution that deal with impeachment. You have Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5 that says the House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers and shall have the sole power of impeachment. Article 1, Section 3, Clauses 6 and 7, and that's why this is important. I know this is like the dry, teaching, boring stuff, but... If you're going to be a constitutionalist, you got to actually read the document. And it says, Article 1, Section 3, Clauses 6 and 7. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. When sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath of or affirmation. When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside. Did you catch that? The Chief Justice shall preside over the Senate. And no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Judgment in case of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States. But the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to the law. Article 2, Section 4, the President, the Vice President, and, are you ready for this one, all civil officers, all civil officers shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Article 3, Section 1, last one, the judges, both of the Supreme and Inferior Court shall hold their offices during good behavior. That's under the impeachment clause section, by the way, because judges are to be removed from office via impeachment. Yes. Hey. That's, that's sort of just, you realize, JC, that's sort of crept out of our understanding, right? right. The whole idea that justices don't have um, lifetime appointments. Their appointment is for the term of good behavior. And that they are subject to impeachment if they violate those terms. I think that's one of the reasons that just justices and judges are so out of control because they're never mm -hmm. impeached. I mean, right. It never exactly. happens. Ever. Well, what's crazy is Thomas Jefferson warned us. Thomas Jefferson told us that impeachment was merely a scarecrow when it came to justices because he, his logic was, look, who's going to impeach the justices? Well, the legislature will impeach the justices. Well, what are you going to do when the justices are actually supporting the unconstitutional activity of the legislature and that's their bad behavior? So the, the, the legislature is never really going to impeach a justice that's actually whose bad behavior is supporting their lawlessness. Yeah, I think 
we saw it recently in Kansas, just like one time. It's like the only mm -hmm. time I can remember. Yeah. I think it was Kansas where they were going after those several corrupt mm -hmm. judges. Hey, JC, can I get you to move that down so we can see the timing on there? Yeah, great. Awesome. Okay, great. All right, so impeachment, the top four myths of impeachment. And I have a list of four, and I wanted to do them like from the most crazy to the most reasonable, but they're all pretty crazy. All right, so I want to say number four is that Donald Trump does not have the right to confront the witnesses against him. And what's interesting is, is I'm seeing all over all over media and blogs and newspaper articles this, this quote, legal experts have found that Trump does not have a right to confront the witnesses uh, who are bringing the evidence that leads to impeachment. And they say it's because impeachment is not a criminal offense, therefore, or not a criminal trial, therefore, are you ready for this, JC? The Sixth Amendment does not apply. As if the rights to due process come from the Sixth Amendment, right? So your right to confront the witnesses against you ought to be your right according to the rights of due process, regardless of the proceeding that the government is bringing against you. So under this kind of, this kind of logic, right, the government just has to make up some kind of a proceeding, maybe administrative, maybe fining you or something that's not criminal, and then they can say, oh, well, you don't deserve your due process. Can we, can we go back to the actual Constitution? Like, you just read it, right? There was kind of a word that jumped out at me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. You read something that maybe I don't have the right one. Okay, no, no. I, let me give it to you because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, let's see. The president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from, uh, from office on impeachment for and conviction of high crime, treason, bribery, and, high, bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh -huh. Conviction. I thought I heard the word crime. Well, not only that. Well, it doesn't have you to say be it's crime. not criminal. Right, right. Well, but if it's criminal. See, that's mm -hmm. what they're parsing the words. The, I think the real key here is conviction. Right. Because that word conviction has two definitions. It means uh, the uh, overwhelming evidence of guilt to a crime. Or it means a firm conviction or belief. I'm pretty sure that the standard for impeaching the president is not that your House member has a firm belief, yeah. right? So we're talking about the other meaning of conviction. And I think the real serious point here is this, and this is what I was trying to make. If those in government can invent a, a proceeding in which they themselves define that due process does not apply, then there is no safety in due process whatsoever because then all they have to do is just simply circumvent the criminal justice system and stick you in that alternate court system and declare that you don't have the right to due process. And if the president of the United States does not enjoy the rights to due process, how do you think you or I, little Joe Blow on the street, have any hope of any due process? These, these things in the Constitution, 
are to control the government from abusing the rights of the people. And the idea that the president somehow uh, loses his personal rights simply because he becomes president is contrary to every principle of liberty. The idea that anybody could say that with a straight face. I mean, see, I'm not going to say it on the show. If I said what I thought should happen to the so-called legal experts who say that, politicians who say that, then your show would be censored. Oh, my show is already censored, JC, and they all they should they, they should seriously their their licensing should be questioned, their credibility should be questioned, and their service should be questioned. If you have an attorney that says just because uh, he's the president he doesn't enjoy these rights, or just because it's a matter of impeachment he doesn't enjoy these rights, you need to question their 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 credibility. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. Hey, do you have your Liberty First gear yet? Do you have your Being Necessary to the Security of the Free State t-shirt? We have lots of great t-shirts at chrisannhall.com in our Liberty gear. Don't simply pontificate, educate as well. If you're shy about starting these conversations, let your t-shirt do it for you. And we have lots of great t-shirts at chrisannhall.com. Go there, be there, for be square. So uh, the four top myths to impeachment. Number one. The president does not have the right to confront witnesses against him because this is quote unquote peach impeachment and not a criminal proceeding as if the right to due process is a gift from government to which they can define whether you actually need it or not. Right. And that's the bottom line. If you want the government to say, okay, in this proceeding, you need due process in this proceeding. You don't in this proceeding, you deserve due process in this proceeding. You don't. Then, then match up with those those uh, reprobate attorneys and legal experts and go live in your own little despotic country somewhere, but that's not America. Number two uh, would be just simply the loss of due process altogether. We've been hearing this over and over again. The president doesn't have the right to this. The president does not have the right to that. Look, if it is a right that is a natural right, because he is a human being, that is his right forever until he harms or controls the right of another. The other is read these four, these four sections. I, that's why I specifically read them to you. They specifically lay out the, the powers, the roles, and the protections. Second myth to impeachment. <laughs> this is hard to say. Um, number two, no. Donald Trump doesn't get to run for two more terms if the House brings impeachment <laughs> and the Senate doesn't impeach. I would like to know where that myth got started. JC's over there laughing. I, I've, I, I've seen that on Instagram and places. I laughed when I saw it. I, I just can't believe people buy that. I know. First off, they come up with that. Like, what? I know, seriously, I saw that, and I, t to be honest, JC, it kept popping up on my Twitter feed, and 
and it kept popping up in, you know, all the social media. And at first I just ignored it because I was like, wait a minute, yeah, who would who, who's, who's really going to believe this? And then I kept, then I started getting direct messages and people sending me personal messages because yeah. obviously to some people, this sounded ridiculous enough to come, you know, and ask me, is this really yeah. true? We were like, wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. at, least, at least the folks had enough sense to, that it sounded strange to them. Like, wait, a second. so this, unless this you are, like, unless the only form of, of, you know, media you listen to is the Chris Anna Hall show, you are no way, shape or form attached to any form of social media then you have seen this, this idea. And here's the crazy thing. I've seen this tweeted out from people who from have blue like checks. blue checks. <laughs> I've seen blue checks yeah, tweet this too. out. What the Democrats don't want you to know is if the House brings impeachment and the Senate refuses to confirm, then Donald Trump gets to run for two more terms. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great. Why didn't the Democrats figure that out when it happened to Clinton? Yeah. Right? If, the, if this was real, I mean... If anybody's stretching the Come realm on, of political authority, it's going to be the Democrat Party. Because remember, the Republicans are all like, you know, we're going to go along to get along. We're those yeah. people. Anybody stretching the envelope Somebody's is the Democrats. You with this. <laughs> somebody, I don't know. Somebody got trolled. Somebody. That's somebody. Crazy. I don't know. It reminds somebody, me. Somebody's blue check got hacked. Because it's just, I'm sorry. That's why it's number two. So I, It made me think of when we were kids, you know, like, Okay, you didn't beat me, so I get another turn. I know, That's right? That's what it sounded like. To me. <laughs> New house rules. Yeah. Yeah, you go to your kid's, your friend's house, and you play Monopoly, and then all of a sudden, you yeah. know. <laughs> Usually, I get I get four hundred free dollars. I know, right? Because you didn't you didn't get it. Like, right. You didn't win, so <laughs> I get another turn. All right. <laughs> the number one myth for impeachment. Ready? Wait a minute. You said four. That, I thought that was that was. Was that yes, three. three. Yeah. Okay. So you have confronting witnesses, due process, gotcha. relinquish all together. No second, you know, no run at two terms no again. And the number one is, are you ready? There actually is no impeachment proceeding. Yay. There is no formal impeachment proceeding so happening so right there now. There is no impeachment inquiry. There is no impeachment inquiry. There have been no subpoenas issued. All of this is just a political story, a political myth, just to get people worked up. Look at all the headlines. I know. It's crazy. Everywhere you look, impeachment inquiry, impeachment inquiry, impeachment inquiry, impeachment inquiry. And it's Fox News, CNN, yep. MSNBC, CBS. Well, we'll be right back after the break. Is there again men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry around you can't learn the easy way you'll learn the hard way chris and hall she's liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. <laughs> We're still working on how to sail this, drive this submarine. But like I said, hey, JC, throw up those headlines up there again. The number, why that's number one, the fact that there is no actual impeachment inquiry is like JC said, everywhere you see, headline after headline, impeachment inquiry, 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 inquiry. Yeah. There is none. What impeachment inquiry? There is no formal <laughs> impeachment inquiry. There's been no subpoenas. Maybe what they mean is, this is the lead up to the precursor to the filing 
of the intention to create the impeachment inquiry. But wait a minute, Chris, and I thought Pompeo got a subpoena to testify. I thought State Department got subpoenas to testify. Testify to what? No, they were subpoenaed, right? By whom? They got letters from three chairmen. Okay, they got letters. Okay, that's not a subpoena. Oh, so you're telling me a subpoena is a specific legal term? A subpoena? Oh, yeah, right. So okay. you can't so just a, call it a Yeah, you can't call something just a subpoena. Just because you send somebody a letter, yeah. that's not a subpoena? No, man. Can I subpoena my neighbor for his chocolate chip cookies? I send him a letter say, hey, neighbor, send me your chocolate chip cookies. Is that now a subpoena? So why is there no impeachment inquiry? Because there has to be a formal filing of impeachment inquiry. You have to have an actual proceeding. There has to be, it is a, le okay, look, it is a legal, actual procedure. There is no impeachment inquiry. There have been no subpoenas sent out. You've got to, the subpoenas, if I'm, if, if I'm right now, I'm pretty sure I am. The subpoenas come from the, um, oh, and the name just left me, the sergeant at arms. So the subpoenas have to come through the legal channels and there's been no subpoena. So this is really the uh, lefty self-identification thing. <laughs> That's really what's going on here. So they're just calling We're self-identifying our letters as subpoenas and we're self-identifying our questions as a formal impeachment inquiry. Yep. Nice. Well, I suppose they can if they want to. I mean, that's the world that we live in today. So that's that's where we are. So, so it's um, kind of a just sort of a transgender. Well, but it's okay, but it's it's the same thing, JC, circle. as we were seeing with that quote unquote transcript. Everybody was that's calling true. the Ukraine document a transcript. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, I even heard DP Pence call it a transcript. It was not a transcript. Even the document itself said, this is not a transcript. So this self-identification thing is, is gone beyond gender now. We're, yeah. just, we're just making up terms for stuff. Right? right. Calling it what we want. Exactly. We can make it up whatever we want as we're going along. But that's totally the banana republic that we've been living in now forever. Right? I mean, that's, and, and, and that's, you know, this, this is a good segue into our next section. But, but so when you get the question, when people say, do you think Trump's going to be impeached? Well, that's an easy no, right? Since there is no impeachment process underway. Well, I gonna, mean, going to get impeached by what? Yeah, right. Is he going to be impeached under what's happening now? I don't know. They, I, my answer would be they have to actually start the inquiry first. Yeah. First, impeachment see, has to begin. Right. You have to realize he can't be impeached until there are actually articles of impeachment to vote on. They don't have articles of impeachment. They have an accusation. They have an accusation by a guy who's actually, you know, well, all right, I was about to make the, the analogy that the whistleblower is actually Schiff, but we don't really know that, right? So anyway, uh, you have a an anonymous whistleblower. By the way, a whistleblower doesn't get protected from not testifying, okay? That's why we have whistleblower laws that protect them from from retribution because they become known to the public, all right? So the whole purpose for a whistleblower law is so that a whistleblower can come forward boldly and become a part of the process without fear for retribution, okay? So you don't get to say, I'm a whistleblower, and then hide behind the shadows and puppet your hand up Schiff's butt. That's not how it works, okay? So, I'm sorry, bum. And so that's not how it works. 
So you don't get to remain anonymous. He is a bum. Yeah, right, whatever. So this whole idea that the whistleblower gets to remain anonymous because he's a whistleblower is, is completely contrary to every aspect of whistleblower laws and the reason that we have them. And so, you know, the whole thing, like you said, is just completely wrong. First off, there is no impeachment inquiry. You have to have, it. We, I think we talked about this in the show before, you actually have to have articles of impeachment that have to be approved by the House Judiciary Committee. Then the House Judiciary Committee has to send them to the floor of the House. For a full vote. For a full vote. Then the full vote of the House has to happen, and they have to pass by full vote of the House. And then it has to go to the Senate for the Senate's inquiry. What? Which, by the way, since this is the president, Chief Justice Roberts would preside over the Senate uh, portion of the impeachment. But still, these committees have impeachment power. Why do you, or excuse me, subpoena power? Why do you think they're not actually issuing subpoenas? Why do you think they're just sending letters? You know, even I, though they're calling them subpoenas, I, I, I don't not. know. They're not subpoenas. They're just letters. There but is wouldn't no that trigger? Inquiry. But that would trigger the legal process, right? I mean, if they actually subpoenaed, if they, then, right. then who they're subpoenaing can can now enjoy the in court, right? So a subpoena is a legal document that you could bring. Uh, uh, before a judge, you could challenge the subpoena. You could challenge even your necess necessity to be subpoenaed. You can challenge the terms of the subpoena, and it would bring in, again, like you said, it would start the whole legal process. And my answer to your question is, why haven't they? The only answer could be because they don't want to. They're they don't, trying to bypass. They don't want, okay, they, they don't, don't want to start the legal, legal process, right? For whatever reason, because I think we're coming up on 2020, I, Nancy Pelosi has never been in favor of the whole impeachment thing, right? And so for some reason, somebody has talked her into this. And they. I think this is a Democrat compromise, a Democrat compromise. All right, we'll talk about starting impeachment uh, inquiry, right? That's where we are. We're talking about starting impeachment inquiry. And I think what they figure, and this is just me thinking now, because we're coming up on election year, they don't have to go through all the legal process because they know that in the election year, the people are going to be simply uh, working off, off the judgment of popular opinion, right? You're going to be tried under the court of popular opinion. That's what they're hoping for. So the public doesn't understand that there's, there's no impeachment occurring. There is no impeachment occurring right there. There is no impeachment. There's not even an impeachment inquiry. There may be. At best, okay. There's a committee hearing. There's a committee hearing where they're talking about and they're trying to figure out. See, you send out letters and you ask them to voluntarily come and give your stuff, your 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 testimony. Now we actually did that in the state attorney. They're trying to figure out anything. They're trying to put on a show for yeah. the people. Well, that's my point, right? It's all a big show. In the state attorney's office, we would con send letters to witnesses and ask them if they would come in and speak to us uh, voluntarily. And then if they didn't want to come in and speak to us voluntarily, then we issued the subpoena. So I'm sure it's much like that. They're asking for, you know, voluntary cooperation. And if they get it, then they're good. Then they can compile what they want. And I think they just, they really want to have all their ducks in a row. Uh, or they just don't care and they just want to try Trump in the court of popular opinion, which is probably what's really happening. But what's interesting, JC, is it's backfiring on them already. I mean, I'm seeing things in the news where Trump has the highest approval <laughs> rating 
now that they've threatened him with impeachment that he's ever had. To impeach this. Yeah. <laughs> impeach this. Yeah. I think it's so, funny he's even doubled down on whatever yeah. they're accusing. Like, you told Ukraine to investigate Biden. That's we're gonna impeach you. And he goes, I think China should investigate him too. <laughs> I know that was funny. <laughs> that was funny too. But you know, I mean, like we talked about before, there's actually a treaty in place that is an agreement between the Ukraine and the United States, which we have these treaties with other countries that we will we agree to engage investigations of political misconduct. And the idea that, that Schiff or somebody would say that's against the law is completely and totally ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So once again, in summary, uh, Trump does have a right to confront his witnesses. He doesn't relinquish due process. Number two, he doesn't get to run for two more terms. And number one, there is actually no impeachment inquiry and there have been no subpoenas issued. These are the things that you won't hear from the media and the things that the politicians don't want you to know. Because if you actually know these things, you might be sitting back waiting for what needs to happen, you know, the real process to happen, and you won't get all emotionally tied up in whatever you need to do. So that's that. I want to go to the story that I have up here, JC. The um, uh, New York City declares the term illegal alien can result in a $250,000 fine. Now, I've, I've wanted to put this up on the show for some time now because this is probably one of the most misleading uh, headlines I've seen in quite some time. If you read this, New York City declares using the term illegal alien can result in a $2,500,000 fine. And when you read that, you think that if you're walking down the street in New York and you point at somebody and say, hey, you're an illegal alien, that's some, some you know, behind the bushes some officer's going to pop out from behind a bush and go, ha ha, you said illegal alien. I'm now going to fine you $250,000. Here's your ticket, right? That's not how this works. And it's getting people all worked up about something that just simply is not so. And when I'm teaching my students research and writing, I'm, I'm always telling them, look, you've got to go beyond the headlines. You've got to go into the article. You've got to actually read what... The, the law said. What's interesting though, JC, is this article is intentionally deceptive, right? Because it says in the first art of paragraph, last week, New York City's Commission on Human Rights declared that using the term illegal alien pejoratively to describe an undocumented person violates laws designed to protect employees and tenants, right? So they're talking about how this is, um, this actual article is talking about how uh, the very law itself is actually not a law at all, right? So what we're talking about, right, this is not a law. This is a guidance. It's what we call a white paper in the legal world, right? So when an agency issues a paper on guidance to a specific um, statute or this is how we're going to work, then this is what this is. So the New York Commission on Human Rights issued a white paper that says if employers, if people who are issuing housing, and in some cases, people of public accommodation, discriminate based on perceptions of whether someone is a legal immigrant or not, then you can be fined. Somebody actually asked me the other day who issues the fines. 
Well, the fines are actually issued by the police of the New York Commission on Human Rights. The New York Commission on Human Rights, they have a bureaucratic division, and they have a uh, law enforcement division. And so I'm not sure where we are on the break here, but it seems like maybe we should be coming up. All right, welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We have uh, the New York City declares that using the term illegal alien can result in a $250,000 fine. That is a very misleading article, and I've been seeing this all over social media, so I just want to clear this up for everybody. This is actually a white paper. It is not a law. It is a, uh, it is a legal guidance issued by the New York Commission on Human Rights that will be enforced by the, the police department division of the New York Commission on Human Rights. And it is actually only enforceable on people who are involved in giving housing, uh, people who are give, involved in giving government benefits, people who are involved in issuing, um, uh, uh, what was it, public accommodations? Not about police. They were just advising the people. These are your rights. Under, oh, well, well, right. No, I understand law. that. But they're, the, they're, I mean, they're not telling police to do anything. No, no, so. no. What I'm saying is somebody asked me who's going to issue this fine. Who's going to issue this fine is the police division of the Commission on Human Rights. So they have their own police force. It's not going to be the New York City cops doing this. It's sort of like HUD. HUD has housing enforcement. Uh, you know, ICE yeah. has their own stuff. So this is not like the police. I'm just trying to get rid of this myth now. The police are not going to be patrolling the streets of New York City handing out $250 fines to people who use the term illegal alien. This is a specific context to housing. This is a specific context to employment. This is a specific context to uh, a certain number of places they call public accommodations. So if you, if you, you can go to the website, I mean, download this thing they're referring to. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it's there. It was really, I mean, it's really just, it's a sort of point paper they put together. Yeah, it's called a, a white and a, paper. And a uh, press release. Mm -hmm. And it was really directed at it was directed at people and saying, here are your rights under federal law right. and under New York state law saying landlords can't do this. Right. Employers can't do this. I don't even know where the report got the $250,000 fine because... That's actually nowhere in anything that they release. No, it's I, I've not. Read, I read through both of yeah, them. Yeah, I did so too. I, didn't even I know actually even from. did a sort of, you know, when I'm wondering if maybe my eyes glazed over a certain text, I'll no, go I, in and I'll do a word search. I, yeah. I didn't sign anywhere. So it's got to be somewhere in a statute in some other thing. But like I said, because this is not the law, right? This is actually just a white paper about enforcement, which is a legal guidance to the people who are in the system, like you said. Yeah. That saying they, here's what the law already right. says. Right. So there's no there's not even a section talking about penalties in here. Nope. And here's the thing. It's not new. This is not new. They're just telling people about the laws that are already in existence. Now you got to ask yourself, okay? Please, can we just ask ourselves, why why would the media be li I mean this is just flat out lies, Stacy. I mean it's just I mean it's not even 
mistruths. It's not even bending the truth. They're, they are working people up over something that is a non-issue. I, I think it's, to, it almost seems like, uh, I don't know what you would call it, sort of reverse attack, like mm-hmm. subversive, because it, it actually harms the argument, right, against right. like securing the borders and dealing with illegal immigration, because, you know, you're putting out anti-immigrant hysteria based on untruths and now the left you you've basically given fodder for the left Mm -hmm. to point at this deceptive reporting so it almost seems like an infiltrator is trying to make people you know look crazier look like a bunch of liars who are concerned about or or it could be that somebody just wants to sell sell clicks and newspapers or whatever and they know their audience, yep, the conservative that, audience, gets worked up over these things, and yeah. they'll share these things without ever reading the headline or without ever reading past the headline. So, bottom line, and make is, this fervor going on in, in America. It's just not true. It's just not true. <laughs> the bottom line is, New York City is not going to issue out. Uh, the New York City is not going to run around issuing two hundred fifty thousand dollars fines to people who use the term illegal alien. Shame on you. I know, seriously. So once again, I don't, I, I don't know how, how do people, Juicy, how do normal Americans find out things that are true? You got to do a lot of digging. You, and you, you got to come to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. You can't depend on the reporting. <laughs> no, seems. you can't. And you can't just read the headline. So we'll see you next time. God bless. <laughs>